every day at this uh, three o'clock sitting uh, over the course of this week, we're uh, planning to do a guided uh, loving-kindness metta meditation. So I'll do a bit bit more talking uh, in the way of an introduction today. And uh, then we'll all do a guided meditation that will kind of run uh, through the the period with some periods of silence uh, interspersed with some talking. Um, But I'll introduce uh, this uh, meditation practice and this quality of loving kindness a little bit today because it might be somewhat new for some of you and uh, always good to hear about it. And I'll start just by reading this. Uh, this is the sort of the classic description of uh, the practice of loving kindness. Actually, it's used for the practice of all four of what are called the Brahma Viharas. And I'll say more about uh, about that group um, in a moment. But this is the classic description that one finds in the suttas. One abides pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with loving kindness. Likewise the second, likewise the third, and likewise the fourth. And so above, below, around, and everywhere, and to all as to oneself, one abides pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with loving-kindness, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill-will. It's kind of simple and beautiful description of this uh, quality of metta, the Pali word metta, spelled M-E-T-T-A. And as I said, it's one of what are called the, the Brahma Viharas, and these there are four of these, um, you could call them uh, beautiful qualities of mind and heart. Uh, metta is usually listed as the first one uh, and translated as loving kindness, sometimes as loving friendliness, uh, which I think maybe is a slightly better translation of the word metta. Um, The Pali word for friend is mitta, M-I-T-T-A, very close uh, related there. The second of these is karuna, which is uh, translated as compassion. It's said to be the quality of um, care, of kindness, of love, turned specifically towards suffering. So it's the response, you could say, of the heart in the face of suffering this movement of the heart that would alleviate suffering that is um, it's a courageous quality of heart it doesn't uh, turn away from suffering wishes to uh, alleviate it takes action when possible Um, this quality of compassion and the third one is called mudita which is usually translated as either sympathetic joy or empathetic joy I think empathetic joy is a a better way of describing this quality. And you could say it's the opposite of envy or jealousy. It's a quality of heart, actually a very beautiful, joyful quality that delights in the good fortune of others. And and to an extent, uh, usually it's not directed so specifically at oneself, but it's um, but we can um, relate to it in terms of ourselves in, in that... Um, Others would delight in our own, in our good fortune, so we can receive it in that way. So it's this quality of uh, seeing 
the goodness that is happening for others and, and delighting in that rather than feeling that somehow that means there's less for us or that we're, uh, why should they have this and, and I not have it? And then the fourth of them is, is upeka or equanimity, which is this balance of mind and heart that um, holds things as they are, sees things um, as they are. And really this quality is, um, has to be there with all of the other three. It's kind of the, the base that they um, ride on, you could say, because without a certain kind of balance of heart and mind, this quality of uh, equanimity that um, accepts the truth of things the way they are, then we're, we don't have the, um, the ability to really offer love or to bring compassion to bear or to uh, relate with this empathetic joy because the mind and heart are pulled into reactivity without some quality of balance of equanimity. So these are the four Brahma Viharas, and, and for the retreat we'll um, be focusing on the first of these, metta, and uh, guiding through uh, the practice, which is traditionally is done uh, the way Andre and I learned it. Um, it's done through uh, different categories of beings. And it's interesting in the metta sutta, the Karaniya metta sutta, um, which I might might uh, talk about a little bit uh, one of these evenings or maybe chant part of that uh, sutta. It's quite lovely. Um, the Buddha went to great lengths in that teaching to um, include every possible kind of being in, uh, uh, into the field of loving kindness. So it's all, all breathing beings, all sentient beings, all uh, male beings, all female beings, all living beings, all... Um, enlightened ones and unenlightened ones and all celestial ones and all in animal realms and in realms of difficulty and every possible kind of being is included in there. And so in this practice we also uh, move through categories of beings um, uh, moving from the, the place where it's easiest to so start best to start where it's very easy Traditionally, one starts with oneself, which um, may or may not be an easy category for some of us. I know at one point one of my teachers uh, suggested that I might put myself into the uh, difficult or person category, or possibly into the enemy, enemy as the the traditional word in the enemy category, because uh, it was so hard for me to turn this quality of of kindness and well wishing to myself. A lot of feelings of not being worthy um, were coming up, and um, and that's that's common. Run into that a lot in in our culture. A lot of us have uh, a lot of feelings of um, lack of self worth, of uh, self hatred, even self loathing at times. Um, and so sometimes our it's not starting with ourselves is not the best place. But today I'll introduce self and then uh, the second category, which is called the benefactor. And uh, we don't usually talk about having a benefactor so much. Um, maybe some of us think in that way, but that's it's kind of an unusual term um, in, in modern culture, at least, to think of having a benefactor. 
but um, we could say it's someone who's been very kind and supportive to us. But we kind of extend that category to include um, just someone for whom it's very easy to feel uh, love, care, friendliness for. And for some people, it's not even a human being. You know, they start with a, perhaps a pet, or even some people use a stuffed animal. Um, you know, or, or themselves as a child. Or um, there's one teacher. He's actually he's a monk. He's been a monk for a long time. His name is Ajahn Brahm. He's the abbot of a monastery in Australia in the Thai forest tradition. And I was reading in one of his books about. He was talking about uh, metta practice, and he said that he likes to start, he starts with a kitten. It really surprised me, and I thought, okay, this monk, you know, he'll he'll have a benefactor, you know, be his teacher, his preceptor, or someone. But he said he likes to start with a kitten, um, because he's fond of cats and kittens, and, and for him that evoked a really easy response of of care and kindness. He would feel that very easily, and it very, really touched the heart very directly. And um, one way he he described um, why you wouldn't start with a more difficult being in this practice. He said it's like trying to start a fire um, with wet wood, and if you're holding a match under a wet log, it's not going to catch. But if you get some paper and dry kindling. And you can get a little fire going there, and then slowly get a, get the fire burning a bit more, and um, slowly dry out the wet wood. Then eventually it will catch. And so we could think of, you know, more difficult beings as being kind of like wet wood for us. So we need to start with some dry, um, you know, some tinder. And uh, I like that description because it it points to the. Um, the warmth of heart that's part of this quality of loving-kindness. And, you know, when I I read this description here um, from the suttas, it's, you know, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, the description there. Unconditional, it's also described as being unconditioned. There's no conditions. It's offered out freely without any holding back. And that sounds pretty beautiful and wonderful and like a tall order perhaps you know it's like it can be hard for us to even maybe wrap our minds around what that would be but there's another place in the text in the Abhidhamma where um, it said how does one uh, cultivate pervade the world with loving kindness and it says there just as one would feel friendliness on seeing a dearly beloved person just so one pervades the world with a heart of loving kindness. And I really love this description because it points to this quality of simple friendliness, of simple well-wishing that we can we could bring to mind a friend of a friend that we might have, someone who is just an easy friend for us. And we could imagine if they came in here We'd, a smile would come to our face unbidden. We wouldn't have to make that happen. We wouldn't have to make warm feelings arise. They would, ha- they would just come as a result of seeing this person who is dear to us. That would just happen. Maybe it would be, you know, maybe we have a dog or a cat or a pet at home. If they're, they're our friend, if they came here, you'd, wow, you would smile. You wouldn't have to do that. 
you wouldn't have to try to cultivate that quality of care, of friendliness. And so that's what we're touching, is that easy quality of well-wishing. We start there. So, um, our, um, so we'll just go ahead and start the, the guided meditation now. And um, for this practice, it's important to be as comfortable as possible. So, um, you know, check and see that you are. And uh, if, if that means switching to a chair from the floor or to the floor from a chair, whatever, um, feel free to do that. Um, but it's, um, it's good to be comfortable no matter what, but for the practice of the loving kindness, it's really um, good to be feel relaxed and at ease in the body as much as possible. <clears throat> and just settle into the, the simplicity of feeling the body sitting here in the way we've been guiding the mindfulness practice so far. Just feeling the posture of the body, this feeling of relaxed, upright posture through the spine, relaxed in the shoulders, the neck and back, and through the hips and Feeling some ease in the body. And let the attention come to the area of the heart in the, in the torso, in the chest. Sometimes people find it helpful to even place a hand in this part of the body, the heart center. Call this area at the base of the sternum or where the physical heart is. You can touch that part of the body or maybe breathe into that area or feel the breath there. Just connecting with the heart in some easy way, if that's useful for you. And in this practice, we, we bring kind of three things together in an easy way. We bring a, an image or a felt sense of a particular being. And we'll start with, with ourselves here today. Some people find it useful to imagine themselves as a child. perhaps a, an image of yourself or, or some felt sense of, of you as a being and as a being that's worthy of love just because of being a living being. This is, this is makes us worthy as being sentient living beings. We don't have to be better than we are. We don't have to fix our flawed personalities or somehow prove ourselves worthy. 
just the fact that we're living beings makes us worthy of love. And so we bring this image or felt sense of ourselves together with this quality of friendliness. And then we use simple phrases to help generate that quality of love, of care, of kindness. And so I'll offer an assortment of, of simple phrases. Some people find it is easier to do this without words, more silently, or with just a single word. So I'll offer a few phrases. May I be happy and peaceful. May I be healthy. May I be free of trouble and worry. May I take care of myself with ease and with joy. Reconnecting with a, an image or a felt sense of yourself, this quality of friendliness. <clears throat> May I be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. I be happy just as I am. May I be healthy and strong. May there always be kindness and friendship for me.
May I be happy and peaceful. May I be safe and protected. May I live in the world with ease and with joy. May there always be friendship in my life. If the mind wanders, just notice the mind has wandered off and come back to the body sitting, (coughs) maybe reconnecting with this heart center, if you find that useful, through breath or touch. You can keep working with yourself, but I'll introduce the benefactor now, or the easy person. So bringing to mind someone where the relationship is is as simple and uncomplicated as possible. There's not, not really any issues there. Even with some of our friends, we love them, but there's some some conditions maybe, or some complications. But if we can find someone where it's, it's as simple and uncomplicated as possible, and it might be a pet or a, a child. One teacher even says you can use an imaginary being. Because it's really, it really helps to feel some real warmth and emotional connection in this practice. It really, it's kind of, um, it's open in terms of using words that, that are meaningful to us and, and connecting with a being that's where it's easy. Maybe it is someone who's been very kind and helpful, supportive to you without really demanding anything in return that's just that open hand of well-wishing or maybe an animal that just seems always happy to see you 
or maybe you know, I spend a lot of time at teaching at the Insight Meditation Society in Massachusetts and there's chipmunks around there. Around here there's prairie dogs. and I'm very fond of these kinds of small furry animals. When I think of them and I, I feel happy, I, I feel my heart move towards these, these furry beasts. So maybe something like that works for you as well. holding this easy being in mind, wishing them well. May you be happy and safe. May you be free of fear and danger. May you be healthy and strong. May you take care of yourself with ease and care for yourself happily. Picturing the prairie dogs hibernating, curled up, sleeping happily. Maybe you picture your benefactor and that easy smile that might come to your face and you imagine them and that friendliness that just seems naturally to come. wishing them well. May you be happy and peaceful just as you are. May you have mental happiness, happy mind. May you have physical happiness, body at ease. May you be healthy and strong. May there always be kindness and friendship in your life.
sometimes we might audition one or two benefactors or easy beings. Sometimes we pick one and and they're great, but it's just not quite happening. And then we bring another one in and and there's some way that our heart is just opened, even though it may not be apparent why that is. So it's fine, you don't have to stick with the only the one. You don't want to jump around to too many, but you can try another one. And if someone comes to mind and says, wait, what about me? Wish me well. It's fine to, to extend this quality to someone who just comes to your mind unbidden. Wish them well, but then gently return to to the benefactor. It's it's good to establish a relationship with with one particular being and and you can always go back to them because as we unfold the practice we'll often start with the easy being just to it's where you want to really kind of get the feeling going. Where you can get this this coal, this little flicker of of kindling going in that image of starting a, a fire. So we want to really cultivate a relationship with some easy being or benefactor. May you be happy and peaceful. May you be free of trouble and worry. May you be healthy and strong. May you care for yourself with ease and with joy. really bringing a quality of friendliness, of kindness to this practice itself.
not only in the wishing, but to our experience as we do it. Because things may come up that don't feel like love, where the mind wanders, the body starts to ache, and we're drawn to that. And we bring this quality of care to those aspects of our experience as we do this practice. So if the mind wanders, oh, it's okay. Just wandering mind. That's minds do that. Never mind, it's all right. It's coming back. Starting again, that's our whole practice. This willingness to begin again, isn't it? Even we've been meditating for 25 years. So much of the time was just beginning again. Reconnecting with the easy being or with ourselves, if we happen to get into that category. May you be happy and peaceful just as you are, just like this. May you be safe and protected from inner and outer harm. May you be free of danger and free of fear. May there always be kindness and friendship in your life.
once more connecting with the image or felt sense of easy person or of yourself. The simple, friendly, well-wishing. And allowing that to extend into this room. Not picturing everybody, but just filling the room with this same quality of care. Connecting with the wish that we all share to be happy. This lovable, inherently lovable wish. May all the, the yogis here, everyone who's come to the retreat, be happy. May they be safe and protected. May they be healthy and strong. And live with ease, care for themselves happily. And extending out through the grounds here at San Geronimo and Chris and Deborah and Andrea's here working on her talk and Charlie owner and the other beings here there's magpies and crows around and beings sleeping in the ground and invisible ones that we don't know about may all the beings here at San Geronimo be happy and safe whatever state they may be in may they be free of trouble and worry May they be able to live with ease, care for themselves happily. May there be kindness and friendship in their lives, spreading out in all directions across the the landscape, across the mountains and fields and out in all directions, above and below. May all beings everywhere in every possible realm seen and unseen large, small those who have not yet come to birth. Great and mighty, small and tiny, invisible. May all beings everywhere be happy and safe. May they be free of trouble protected from danger. 
May all beings live in peace. And may there always be love and kindness in their lives. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.